folks, and welcome back to another episode of your Brains Coach podcast. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm your host. I'm your Brains Coach, and it is my job here to give you all the best brain-body tools from all different realms and, and fields and branches of science, um, combining that with neuroscience so you could learn how to use your brain better so you feel, look, and do your absolute best. Folks, today, besides talking about the subject of today's podcast, um, I'm going to be taking you on the road. Uh, well, not uh, exactly, but um, so I stayed in Brazil, right, for the past three months, and right now I'm in Cape Town, South Africa. And what am I doing here? Um, well, exploring the place, um, exploring uh, work, job opportunities, culture, um, also meeting some friends. There are a lot, a lot of experts out there on the streets. Uh, not so many tourists, more like long-term experts. And plus, I've never been to South Africa. I've never been to Africa, actually, except for Egypt and family vacations that I don't really consider exposing myself to uh, the cultures of African continent. So I'm here in Cape Town, and I'm going to be here for probably another month before moving to Europe for my, I don't know, unforeseeable future. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, folks, today, because of that, you know, I traveled for my flights were total um, about um, 14 hours. And uh, I traveled through five time zones. And today in the morning, I, wo I woke up and am doing this podcast. And I'm feeling like I cannot even say that I don't feel my 100%. I'm like ready to go. And I want to share with you a recipe that I learned from many scientists that I learned reading many books. And also I heard a lot of those scientists and researchers talking on different podcasts about different techniques they and tactics they use to improve the quality of their health and life right after they travel or definitely not to get sick and to, you know, feel for the next, you know, I traveled through five time zones. So um, I don't want to be feeling for the next five days like I'm out of it. I want to, today's Monday, right? I want to get into it. I want to, you know, explore, of course, but also there is a lot of work to be done. This is going to be one of the most productive times in my career, just a lot of work to put in and of course, uh, because of that, there are a lot of results going to come out. Um, that being said, so what did I do and what did I not do? That's also really important because I also learned over the years things that work better. I used to do things one way and then I learned that it's not the best way. And I also learned that on personal experience, not so positive experience. And so now I do things differently. I did things differently and it worked <laughs> because actually that was based on research. So, you know, that's why, you know, I love basing all of my tools that I share with you here on legitimate science. Not a maybe, but a legitimate science that we know till this day based on every all the knowledge that we've accumulated as humanity, as a scientific society, right? Everything that we've accumulated, so base all of my tools on that. That's why I constantly am reading and updating my knowledge and I updating my practice um, because if you learn something and you... <clears throat> 
choose to brush it off just because, you know, you don't want to change what you uh, do, just accept this fact and realize that you might not be doing the most optimal thing. And that's okay if that's your choice. But if you want to feel better and improve some um, in some capacity your life or work, and you know that there is a better way and you don't do it, then I think that is... Uh, not a good trend or a way to approach life because you're kind of going to be stuck in the patterns or in results that you don't really want, but for some reason you are resisting the change. That being said, back to my travels, what I did, what I didn't do. So I used to fast while going through long flights. It felt like, well, I didn't have to worry about food and I don't have to, you know, seek out food or take food with me. Like I don't have to do um, any of that. Oh, new sounds outside my apartment. <laughs> well, anyhow, back to back to my travels um, here. I used to fast, right? I would fast throughout this whole 14, you know, sometimes 20-hour journey um, as, um, you know, flying through multiple time zones and continents um, sometimes takes. And then um, I actually got sickish a couple of times after that, just would, you know, sneeze and just not feeling um, my best self uh, for a couple of days. My immune system is strong, so I can't even remember the time when I was fully sick and I was incapable of doing things, but I just feel off, like my energy is not there. And then I read more literature on immune system as it was emerging. And as it turns out, you're not doing a great job for your immune system at the moment when you fast. You, you know, um, the trick here is that people say fasting boosts your immune system. Yes, it does when you start eating. It's like with muscle growth, you know, they say fasting boosts like growth hormone and you get to build your muscle perhaps faster. Yes, it does, but that happens when you start eating, when you start exercising and eating on top of that, right? So growth happens when you start eating, but because you were not eating and your muscles were shrinking and like your stem cells were, you know, not producing everything, they were like the the quality and the amount of uh, cells they were supposed to. Um, during fast, what you want to understand, folks, is your body is eating itself up. It's recycling what's left in your body. And immune system doesn't produce that many cells simply because to defend itself and your body and you know everything in your um, in yourself immune system does not produce those fighter cells um, those antibodies that fight the infection so during the fast immune system does not have uh, enough material to uh, produce a sufficient amounts of um, white blood cells for example um, and again different um, antibodies and immune system in general does not do its best job because also it's need glucose to fuel its work like immune system is a robust system actually and it requires quite quite a lot of energy quite a lot of you know blood sugar and everything that all the fuels and and different vitamins and minerals that we consume it takes a lot that's why when we get sick we usually don't feel like we have a lot of energy that's because our immune system is taking quite a lot of it now when you fast you don't have a lot of resources you don't uh, consume energy maybe some if you do like semi-fasting or fasting mimicking diet or etc um, you don't consume the proteins the vitamins like vitamin c or you know there are other things that your immune system need to create antibodies 
So you don't consume any of that. And your immune system cannot produce, um, again, the fighters. It cannot fuel its work. And so during the fast itself, your immune system is actually weakened. And when you travel and you are exposed to all these bacteria and viruses from all these different sources, you expose your immune system to a lot more. You actually give it more work, but you don't give it the materials to boost its powers to defend you from this onslaught of, you know, different possible uh, agents that can compromise the work of your body, basically, again, viruses, bacteria, and whatnot. After, like, so during the travel, it's not a good time to fast. You can fast somewhere outside of your travel. You can perhaps travel uh, the day before you travel and on the day prior to, you know, your travel start eating. Again, so you boost your immune system. You, uh, during the fast, um, again, you challenge your immune system. It's like during the exercise, you challenge your muscles. And then once you start eating and resting, that's when it's boosted. It gets all the necessary building components to build, you know, the fighter cells and antibodies. It gets all the energy to, to fuel its work. That's when your immune system is actually boosted. The same with muscles. Your muscles grow after exposure to stress that is exercise. Your muscles grow through, through recovery and feeding, not through the phase of exercise. That's when you challenge your muscle and tear a lot of, um, muscle tissue. So the same with immune system, right? During the fast, your immune system is weakened or challenged, right? And then when you start feeding and you are, um, you know, in, a, I guess, in recovery mode, or at least you start feeding your immune system, you start feeling, that's when it's being boosted. So the lesson from these folks and what I do right now I don't fast during my travels. I actually make sure that I consume all the protein that I need, whether that means taking tuna with me or, you know, sardines and boiling eggs with me. Those actually travel really um, well with you and you can eat them, you know, in the airport, discard them so you don't uh, scare away people on the airplane with all the smells of canned fish, right? Uh, We don't want to do that either, so nobody hates us, (laughs) but... Um, you eat during the flights, during your travels, uh, and um, you eat your protein, you eat your vitamin C. I packed up some guava back from Brazil. Here in the S- South Africa, Cape Town, still need to feel to find my source of vitamin C. But back to eating some vitamin C, I took my multivitamins. I, uh, during the, um, the stops, um, we stopped in Luanda, that is Angola, the country in Africa. So we stopped there. I got some fruit, got some um, bananas, got some oranges. I like went to a smoothie place and they usually make smoothies there, but I literally just asked them to buy bananas and oranges from them that they did. A little bit more expensive than what you would usually get at a store, but um, it is what it is. So I got those and um, ate whatever protein they gave on the plane. Like I disregard most of that because it's like, you know, a lot of weird stuff. I don't want to upset my stomach either during my flights. So, but I just usually eat protein, eat whatever veggies and fruit they have there. 
and yeah, take my multivitamins. And that's how I eat during my flights and travels, right? I make sure I eat my protein. I make sure I get my vitamin C and all the other vitamins. I usually take a multivitamin since my meals throughout this journey are not really optimal, no matter how well I packed. I usually pack a lot of fruit with me just because it's easy to eat. It's easy to travel. Sometimes I might, you know, pick up. Yeah, actually, yesterday I picked up a salad at some place at the airport, tuna salad. So it was quite good. I disregarded the dressing because it contained a bunch of stuff I didn't like. But the rest of the salad I ate quite happily. And then when it comes to eating, and then when I arrived here in Cape Town yesterday afternoon, I got myself eggs and I got myself those long broccoli that I absolutely love. I just um, put them on a little bit of water and uh, they cooked in like 10 minutes. So I ate that. I got some carrots. I got some bananas, some berries, blueberries, actually, good yogurt, Um carrots, I already mentioned carrots, some beans, it's like a lot of food, you know, usually after you don't eat normal food for quite a lot of time, you're like very, um, you know, missing that home cooked something, so I I cooked really, you know, easy meal, just again, some veggies, broccoli, some um, eggs, I had still some canned fish with me, I got some beans, so yeah, Um, fruit also, got some plums and um, bananas and a pineapple. Yeah, well, good, actually quite good source of vitamin C too. Um, and that's, you know, my eating stuff. Um, and, you know, an important part of that, folks, if you want to recover from your travels really fast um, and don't feel this jet lag, jet lag uh, for a long time, I, I don't actually feel it at all. What you want to do as you travel, you want to start transitioning to a new time zone with your eating. On many of these podcasts, we talked about how our brain has and our body has um, a few ways to synchronize you to the to to the day night cycle one of those biggest ways is the time of your eating so you literally switch your circadian window your um awake, alert, and active window when you eat at certain times. And you need to be eating throughout the day to maximize your health, your productivity, and just optimize yourself in many ways, right? So once I'm on the plane, I start switching. Actually, I start switching even before. I try to start switching right the day or the day before, depending on my flight time, my eating time to my new time zone. So um, when I, yesterday, no, it was the day before yesterday, on Saturday, I started eating only in the hours that were day hours here in Cape Town, and that was plus five hours. So I started eating very early. My plane was early. It was overnight flight. And by the time I was on the plane, um, it um took off at like 6 p.m. I already finished my food. Um, what is it, 3 p.m.? Yes. And that was about 8 p.m. Uh, in Cape Town. Yeah, still a little bit latish, but um, much closer to this day-night cycle. And then on the plane, that overnight plan, a plane, I didn't eat. And uh, when I boarded my next flight, that was um, 9 a.m. Cape Town. I, I had the breakfast that they had, also some fruit that I packed up, and I got my coffee, 
And then、uh, when I landed here and finally got to my apartment, it was about 4 p.m. when I got food and everything. And I ate by 5 p.m. and then I went for,、uh, and that's a big part also of circadian restart. I went for a sunset walk, and. So yeah, food. Let's finish with food. So you see, I transitioned my eating time throughout this flight, and I, you know, people were eating on the plane. They actually fed、um, everyone two times during this overnight flight, and people who were sitting next to me、um, asked me. They were curious, like, well, why? Why didn't you have anything? And I told them that.、Um, It's night, and where I'm flying Cape Town,、um, it's also you know night, and this is what I do for my health because of circadian biology. They were kind of you know、uh, curious, very curious about that, and yeah, so I didn't have any food then, and I started eating、um, during the morning here in Cape Town. And finished my food also very early, and then, folks, and that is very important. Light is the most powerful regulator of your circadian rhythm of your wake、um, and sleep cycle in your brain. Your brain has an actual clock that synchronizes clocks in all of the cells throughout your body, your digestive system, and all of the systems. So, to restart that clock, you need to expose your eyes to. Light, specific kind of light, the one that you see like an hour before sunset and、um, a couple of hours after sunrise, and that's by the way I'm gonna do very very soon after I finish recording this podcast. Gonna be meeting my friend for a coffee, so you gotta see, you gotta view that light、uh, before again sunset. And yesterday I was lucky enough to be walking by the seaside and watching that sun actually setting. Below the horizon, so that's the best kind of light to tell your brain that and morning light, of course, when you、um, view sunrise or at least you are outside during those couple of hours after sunrise. You spend that time, you know, ten to thirty minutes, depending how bright it was. There was not a cloud in the sky yesterday, so I went out there and I view I viewed that light during sunset and. Um, I actually got very sleepy at like about 8 p.m. Maybe it's the lack of sleep,、uh, or maybe that、uh, you know sunset light. But I went to bed and I slept really well. Slept actually for nine and a half hours、um, because of poor sleep, I guess, the night before. And then I woke up. I took my shower. I meditated. I did my yoga exercises. Another great way to tell your body that this is the active time, right? So when you do your exercise in the morning, it helps the brain to remove some、um, of that sleepy molecule that is adenosine that.、Uh, So sleep pressure molecule that kind of keeps you sleepy, makes you sleepy by the end of the day. During the night, it's usually cleared out, but it's not cleared out completely. So exercise helps to do the job, to complete the job. So when you wake up, if you exercise, that clears helps to clears out to clear out that adenosine faster.、Um, it it would clear out eventually, but that's the reason why sometimes when you wake up, you feel still a little bit sleepy because there is some some of that molecule still sometimes. Not always, depending on how long you sleep and how good your sleep was. 
So exercise helps to clear out the rest of that molecule and that, and it also boosts certain neurotransmitters, um, cortisol or dopamine that might not be optimized when you change those time zones. So this helps to boost those neurotransmitters, brain molecules of being awake, alert, and focused, the exercise I'm talking about. And it also helps you to restart your circadian rhythm, right? And then now I'm going to get outside. I'm going to get that morning sunlight into my eyes again. And that's another powerful um, signal to your brain that goes through your eyes, special cells in your eyes. It's going to tell my brain, this is daytime. We are here. And now adjust everything that you do according to this new schedule. But even now, doing that light viewing yesterday night and doing my yoga, doing everything on schedule when I wake up, even when I wake up, even though I, when I wake up, it was still dark, right? I still felt very much awake. And I'm going to view the light and I'm probably going to not feel a thing because I did all these things. The feeding, uh, switching the time of that, and then viewing sunlight yesterday night, that sunset sunlight, and then today I'm going to view that morning light. And that's how you restart your, again, day, your circadian clock much faster. Um, people who were sitting next to me on my flight, during my flight actually were taking melatonin to fall asleep better and to restart their clock. And I don't usually take melatonin because there is actually no need if you do everything right. And the second thing is it might not be affecting your um, sexual hormones, at least for guys, but I don't think, you know, the, any um, hormone that you take that is out, produced outside of your body, especially in the amounts that is not regulated, that it's really a good idea to take, um, unless it's truly, truly, truly necessary, that I view as not so necessary when, again, you do all these other things and you help your brain, your body to restart the natural way, your body will start producing everything it needs in the right way, in the right amounts at the right time. Plus, again, what also helped yesterday as I was careful, as always, about night lights in my apartment. Actually, look, <laughs> there was um, electric well, basically, the they switch off electricity from time to time here to save it. And yesterday night at like 8 p.m., they did this. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, time for bed anyhow. So that helped to have no light and go to bed really fast. Um, but you also want to be really careful about artificial light in your apartment before for your sleep time, a couple of hours before your sleep time, and of course on all of your devices, switch them to night mode, uh, get the um, LUX, F, LUX, um, that's the app that, you know, helps to change the light according to uh, day-night cycle, so it's more eye-friendly on all of your devices, F.LUX, that's the app, folks. Um, but anyhow, Melatonin is very sensitive to light, so if you expose yourself to bright light right before going to bed, or you know a couple of uh, hours before bed, um, you know especially the last hour before going to bed, do not expose your eyes to bright light. Otherwise, your melatonin will be cut uh, at least at half, as researchers say, um, but might be you know even almost completely um, out of your system. 
And that will, of course, prevent you from falling asleep um, effectively and fast and also might be affecting quality of your sleep. So be uh, be uh, careful with light exposure, and I was. And so here we go, ready to start the day in Cape Town, five hours plus, feeling amazing. My immune system is probably boosted with all the eggs, canned fish, and vegetables and fruit that I ate for my big uh, dinner before going for a walk yesterday night. So yeah, I had my dinner, I went for my sunset walk, and then I came back and did you know a few errands and went to bed. And that's it for today, folks. So you have your guideline for traveling through many time zones for your immune system and to restart your um, day-night cycle, to restart your circadian rhythm, to restart your brain and all of the uh, clocks in all of your cells. You have your guide based, again, on research. And a few things, again, that I myself changed. I didn't do them the way that was best based on research and now I do and I feel better. I didn't get sick and I uh, didn't have to wear any masks and uh, feeling fantastic and you know your energy levels is the most important indicator of what's going on inside of your body. If you wake up and you're not feeling energized, uh, you know especially after you've been awake for a couple of hours, it means that something is up with your body and you got to change that something especially if that is cons- ongoing on ongoing basis. But, you know, that being said, That is enough, I think, information for you today, folks. I hope you found it very, very useful. If you have any questions, please reach out, uh, maybe for for more resources, more books, more articles uh, on specific protocols, Angela at brainbreakthroughcoach.com, Angela at brainbreakthroughcoach.com. So please reach out. Most importantly, folks, share this episode with your friends, with your girlfriends, boyfriends, spouses, uh, kids, uh, I don't know, people you see on the street, (laughs) if you are that crazy and obsessed as I am. Um, the people on the plane probably thought, well, this girl is a little bit off. I don't know, but I didn't care. Um, I hoped they um, felt my enthusiasm and uh, got this information somewhere in their brain that's going to affect future behavior positive way. So the point is, share, folks, you're helping to make the world a better place for all of us. You're helping all of us to feel and do better. So please do share. Also, you will help us, me, if you share this, if you rate this podcast, podcast um, on whatever platform you use it. Um, iTunes, Apple iTunes um, is the best. If you are especially an Apple user, um, it's super fast for you to do so, right? So rate, write a review, please. I would really appreciate that. Uh, this podcast is going to get better and better and better with the quality of information, guests, and my enthusiasm and energy. So please help us grow and reach more people. Share And folks, have an amazing Monday. It's Monday, new week. Have an awesome week. And till next time, what what I'm going to say? Till next time, just sleep on time, eat on time, view the light on time, and you're going to feel so much freaking better. Talk to you very soon.